feels like a lifetime ago. I was genuinely excited. 23, going to WrestleMania. It was supposed to be the biggest night of my life. 80,000 people, we all know what happened. No crowd, no emotion. And in the end, nothing was right. And you know what that means. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Generational Wrestling Podcast. It's always as yours truly, the 27-year-old piece of gold, the franchise, a.k.a. the showstopper. And with me as always, I got my tag team partner, my brother, my family, me and my no. He is the flyest in the room, Mr. One, Two, Three. Pin that ass down, K-Breezy, better known as Stephen A. Kimbrough, bro. How you doing? Man, I'm good, bro, man. NXT sure did start off with a bang, man. It showed it, man. And let's dive right into it. So we got Johnny Gargano. Uh, he's he's you know got his his will of challengers, if you will. And everybody had their name on a nice little you know little placard on there. But then we had one guy who just it seemed like he took a sharpie and just stuck a thumbtack on it. The gentleman name was Leon Ruff. <laughs> and and the wheel kind of did some funky stuff, man. It started and it stopped and it went forward and it went back. I'm like, hmm, this ain't right. And then lo and behold, man, we got Johnny Gargano with the North American Championship on the line versus Leon Ruff. Man, look. <laughs> so first, so first, the fact that he brought up the fact that you know he's he feel like he's cursed because he uh, he won the last. Uh, North American Championship, and then he lost it after the first, you know, first time he won it, and then he won the NXT Championship, and then he lost it the first time after he won it. Uh, so he felt like, you know, he he had to kind of book himself a way to to knock that that stigma off of him, and for him to set up the wheel the way he did, because of course he weighted it down so it would go to Leon Leon Ruff's name. <clears throat> um, so that was like okay what's gonna happen like i could see priest coming okay priest gonna come out and disqualify him he'll lose but he'll retain the championship all right cool all right whatever all right let's see how this let's see how this disaster is gonna go leon ruff comes out you know and i and i kind of forgot who leon i didn't really know who leon ruff was I, like i seen the dude but i i did i forgot his name so when i'm like oh that's leon ruff i'm like oh damn he he about to get broke <laughs> like Johnny Gargano about to twist him and break him up man like oh damn that ain't right man why y'all doing this to this boy and you know the dude uh he he he's something he he is <laughs> he is something man I, I don't know what to call him man he, he's something he, he he is something special I it you know he clearly knows the business um you know he, he's okay but right he 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 was a fuse between uh uh a Leo Rush, a R Truth, and the Eugene. <laughs> oh my God, with, with, with a little bit of hornswoggle in him. I don't know, man, because because of, of the weight. I don't know. I it, I don't know, man. It was it was kind of crazy, but the match wasn't bad. But it was typical. Uh, Gargano took advantage of it most of the time. Leon had a few moments where he you know you know have a little run, went on the outside. You saw that uh, the 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 part of the cage where he got thrown in, Leon got thrown into. You didn't see him at first until they showed him again, and then you realized it was Damian Priest standing there. And then you know Gargano didn't realize it at first, and then he he noticed him. And he threw Leon back in the ring, and you know he floated. And then Priest just walked gladly, walked around, and like, no, nah, I can get to you. Like, don't don't think this this glass in this cage is holding me back. So 
you know, I'm like, okay, here's Priest. He, okay, he's gonna he's gonna cost Johnny. He's either gonna cost Johnny the match, or he's gonna, you know, he's just gonna get it disqualified and and you know he'll retain, but he'll you know whatever. Uh, to see Leon duck the kick and go up for that cross crucifix, and I mean, and that was a nice little you know little thump to that crucifix to where yeah. he he had it locked in. Like that, he he had that locked in, and and to see Johnny Gargano get go out for the three, and to see that Leon Ruff has has just like I like I don't know what's more funny is that Leon Ruff will actually would or the fact that Gargano screwed him like he did this purposely so he could knock this stigma off, and he ended up losing, and Priest didn't do a thing. Priest didn't yeah. interfere. He just stood on the side. So it was like, dude, you just, you, you, you are cursed. But it, it was both. It was, they, they, it was all great altogether. Uh, but just, just to see him get this fluke win, and Priest just laughing his ass off. I mean, he is, he is dying laughing at dude. He laughing at Gargano, and Gargano's freaking out. As a matter of fact, when as soon as the referee went to go grab the title, you seen Gargano grab the title like, no, 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 no. I, I kicked out. I kicked out. No, I, I didn't lose. I didn't lose. And it was like, it was like, yo, this is, this is unreal. This is, this is the way y'all starting this off. Triple H. Okay, I ain't mad at you. Uh, I, I ain't mad. I did not expect this. Um, I expect Leon to have a good showing. And Gargano would win, and he'd knock, you know. So, see, I can't retain. And then it would set up something for him and Priest. Uh, yeah, totally, totally got thrown off with this one. I liked it. I, 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 I totally liked it. I like what happened at the backstage. Priest gave him his car, told him get the hell out of here because Gargano's gonna come looking for you. And dude just ran off with the keys and the championship. Everybody celebrating. Everybody laughing at Gargano. Yeah, it, it was. Uh, <laughs> that was that was a good way to start the show. Definitely. Definitely caught me by surprise. Like when I saw that that referee hit that three, you know, I got that third, you know, the, the, the pin, and and I'm like, whoa, oh, oh wait a minute, oh wait a minute, hold on, wait a minute, did he actually win? Like, oh, <laughs> I I had to go back to make sure I wasn't tripping. Like, no, nah, I'm 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 tripping. No, I'm tripping, man. He did not. He actually got the three, and, and Leon Ruff is now your new North American champion, and Johnny Gargano is cursed. He cannot retain a champ. He's got the Sasha Banks. He, he's caught the Sasha Banks bug, and yeah, man, this one, I, this one is. But <laughs> the fact that the fact that he screwed himself somehow, some way, I yeah, the fact that this was all his plan, it, it should have went flawless. And, and yeah, it it was great. That was great. Yeah. Yeah, when 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 you told me earlier, you know, it it, it was a surprise uh, at the opening of NXT. I'm like, okay, this wasn't the, 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 the surprise I was expecting, but it's one I'm glad I got because the character, man, like like you said, he's a hell of a character. Like the guy was funny as hell. Like it almost seemed like he was being himself. Like man, this dissing motherfucker. He really this this the guy that be guard. Okay, okay, you know what, Triple H. Kudos! I ain't see this one coming. No. <laughs> uh, next up, man, we got the NXT Cruiserweight Title. We got Santos Escobar representing Legado del Fantasma versus that boy Jake Atlas. 
man, I am becoming more and more and more and more increasingly by the week, by the day, by the minute, by the hour, a fan of Jake Atlas, Santos Escobar. I mean, let's face it. This guy is the face of the Cruiserweight division. This guy is tailor-made for NXT and more specifically the NXT Cruiserweight Championship. Uh, to me, man, this match got plenty of time. It was phenomenal in every sense of the word. That boy, Jake Atlas, Hey, man, look, you're going to get that title sooner or later. Right now, let Santos hold on to it, continue to build this nice story. Uh, I love Escobar as champion, but God damn it, Jake Atlas is a hell of a competitor. Too cold, man. What did you think of this match? And more importantly, sidebar, what do you think of these two individually? Um, Santos is a uh, – oh, I'm so sorry. Excuse me. Um. I thought Garza was something special. This dude, whoo, man, he is something special, special. Uh, I like him, big fan. Uh, I, I like the group. I like the way, I, I like the fact that uh, Atlas has been sneaking, attacking, driving up. <laughs> just so happened, they happen to show up, and he just drives up, get out with his pipe, and crack one of their ass. I, I, I've been liking that because I'm like, man, you know, now nah, y'all been 301 and everybody. You take the advantage. You know, you always got more people on your side, so – you know, let's let's try to even those odds a little bit. So I had no problem with that. Tony Atlas, the guy can go. Uh, the, the the guy can go. He 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 can he can be in any match with anybody uh, and hold his own. Um, definitely want to see him do more. Uh, but him in this cruiserweight match, like you said, it was it was Smash Mouth. This was a Smash Mouth cruiserweight match. I they they went all over the ring. They went all on outside. They hit. They kicked. They punched. They flipped. They did. Bro, they chopped the hell out of each other. I know. My chest is still hurting, dude. It's it. Yeah, they were. This was this was. I I would dare say it was almost almost takeover level competition this was like if this was if this was a match on takeover i i would not have been mad at it because and without the commercials and i think that's why it, it, without the picture in picture commercials we actually got to see it fully be you know unfold a little you know in depth hear the crowd hear the commentators here you know actually hear what's going on uh this could have been a one of those matches like wow a really good four-star match most definitely well, it's actually funny you said that because in my notes here, I got, uh, and I'm going to read it you know, directly. It says, I feel this rivalry could be pushed to a major takeover and possibly be match of the night candidate. And that's what I felt. Like you said, man, I could definitely see this going to a major, like a takeover. And I could see this, honestly, man, really still in the show. Now, it's not to say it will be the match of the night, but I think it would definitely be one of those matches you could put it up there and argue, hey, you know what? This, if not match of the night, at least co-match of the night. Like, these two got something here. Second, good second place, you know, and even if it's not co-match of the night, it was a good second place. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And and and, and, that, and that boy Santos, he he got the look. I know there was talk. You, you said Garza. I know there was talk of people thinking, you know, that maybe Angel Garza could be, you know, the second coming of Eddie. But the more I see this boy Santos, you know, just you know, Eddie, Eddie, Eddie was a good guy, but he he, he had his moments. But Eddie uh-huh. just. Eddie, Eddie, Eddie was a better bad guy. He was a better bad guy. Yeah, yeah, like, like, like Eddie just that that charisma. Like, even though he's a badass, it's like it's like the the, the more you spoke to hate Eddie, the more you loved him because Eddie just walked out with that swag. Like, 
I know I'm the shit. Like, I know I'm dope. And when I look at Santos, you know, he come out with that swag. He got his suits. He got his goons with him. But at the same time, you know, he could do his own dirty business. So I respect the game for what it is. All right, so next up, we supposed to have Big Mommy Cool Raquel Gonzalez versus Zaya Lee. We ended up not getting that match. We ended up getting Bo again, his ass whooped, you know, by Raquel Gonzalez. And then there was a little exchange at the end there. I don't really know what that was supposed to signify. So, you know, I mean, eh, it is what it is. Uh, that what's the name is going to come back as <clears throat> as a new <clears throat> as a new determined character, possibly mm. heal. Uh, and yeah, I, that, that's that's the only thing I got from that. <laughs> the way of saying she's no longer the girl she was before. She's going to now be something newer. You know, she's tra- she's transcended. Yeah, you, you you know how you know rituals and cultures and how stuff works. So. Yeah. I'm sure she's going to come out and be a little different, a little more mean. Well, speaking of a little different, a little more mean, we got my girl, Tony Storm versus Candice LeRae. The match, I'm going to just, I'm going to say it. I am going to say it. The match did not live up to the hype I had in my head. And I'm not going to say that was Tony's fault. I'm not going to say it was Candace's fault. To me, it just seemed like this. We talk about it being one of those nights. And hey, maybe as me and you say, maybe we could just be nitpicking. But to me, I was paying very close attention to this match. And honestly, I just feel like the match just didn't hit. But then again, I also feel like this could have just been another match where it was more about the story than the action in the ring. Too cold. Considering what happened post-match, do you think that's it? Or am I correct? Did the match just not do it for you? It, oh, oh, I, I just don't think... Well, one, I didn't know Tony Storm was fighting Candice LeRae. Until they did the little video vendette, you know, uh, prior to the prior to the match, you know, as the, the introductions while they were coming out. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I didn't really have any expectation to it. I thought it was okay. Uh, it wasn't. I thought it was okay. Um, if it wasn't, it, well, I don't think it was that bad. I, I just there was no hype for it. It's like you would think they would have pumped up uh, Candice Ray versus Tony Storm. Plus, Tony Storm's kind of just really become a full-time NXT wrestler. Wasn't really sure she would be fighting someone of Candice LeRae, Candice LeRae or anybody like that yet. Figured she would run through a few people first, then start to fight, you know, fight up a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, the match was okay. The ending, of course, that was more of the story. Because there, there's no story between Candice LeRae and Tony Storm. Uh, really, you know, the story is between Candice LeRae and Chastity Blackheart. So, you know, it's... They, there was no story there. That was just a match. Uh, the, 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 it, no expectation for the match. It was okay. The ending was more of the story between Shotzi and Candice LeRae, which, you know, clearly is going to end up to a match with them two next week or the week after, whichever one comes first. Well, to, you know, to paraphrase, you know, Chris Van Vliet, vague goals against vague results. And that's what I got in this match, a vague result. So I have a goal. I have a goal that the next time I see these two women, whether it be against each other or apart, when I see Tony Storm or Candice LeRae, my goal is to to thoroughly enjoy this ne- you know their next matches because you know we 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 know what both these women can do. But moving on, we got the NXT Tag Team Championship. 
we got the former champions, Brizango, versus Oni Lorcan and Danny Birch. Of course, accompanied by P. Dunn, Pat McAfee, uh, the, uh, the kings of NXT, as they are called. I'm gonna let you take this one. I'm gonna let you say, I got something to say, but I, I'm gonna, I'm a, it's more so after the match. What did you think of this match? It wasn't a bad match, it was a typical tag match. It picked up from the middle end, uh, mm. from, from the middle toward, towards the end. Uh, it picked up, it, uh, but as far as, um, especially when Drake Maverick came out, you know, yeah. kind of. Didn't expect to see him. Thought, okay, well, here he comes. I was looking for Killian Dane, but I guess they're really selling the head injury, which is good. Sell the injury. You don't want to make it look fluky. Um, so to see Maverick come out and try to help them was cool. Uh, like I say, that's when it kind of picked up. Uh, it was a good match. It wasn't a bad match. Like, this was a solid night for NXT as far as wrestling. I mean, NXT gives you more wrestling than they do anything else. Cameron Grimes was a fool. Uh, we got We didn't mention him, but, he, you know, he's a fool. He showed up. Uh, actually, you forgot a match. Uh, Thatcher versus uh, that was next up. No, nah, that was the, that that happened before the tag match. The tag match was the the main event. It was the end of the show. Was it? Oh, you know what? I read that wrong. I was no. reading. This. I'm sorry. But I, so I had Brizango. I automatically went to the tag match. Actually, it was a segment with Brizango that was right. set up for yeah. So Briz, oh, sorry. So 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 the segment. Uh, that Brizango was a part of, you know, uh, they were pretty much saying it's been five long years and that they didn't work this hard to become tag team champs to lose it to Pat McAfee. Then that set up the match with Thatcher and Loomis. I'm sorry, but since we're talking about this match, go ahead, man, just finish giving me your thoughts on it. All right, well, uh, again, the, like I said, it was a good tag match. The ending was a little, it picked up it better. Uh, I expected Lurkin and them to retain the championship. I think Brizango was going to get it back, uh, especially with Pete Dunn and McAfee on the outside. The beatdown on the outside was you know, it was pretty basic from what they've been doing for the past couple of weeks. Um, nothing shocking, nothing new, nothing different. Um, that was about it. But, yeah, uh, I, I, I'm interested to see when Undisputed is coming back because clearly that's what they're setting up. Um, so it's, it's clear. To, it's interesting to see, you know, is War Games going to be – is this going to be the War Games match? Is this going to be the Undisputed versus the, the the four kings of NXT or whatever? Um, they're going to put Pat McAvee in a cage and let him go do something crazy. Okay. All right. Well, all right. I, you kind of peak my, my, you kind of peak my interest. Okay. Let's, let's see how this goes. Uh, I told you, and it, uh, undisputed era is the king of the war games. That's, that's going to be their trademark. They're, they're the new Kings of war games. It was the four horsemen before. Now it's yeah. going to be the undisputed era. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah. But yeah, I, I, I'm interested to see when that's going to start heating up. And, and, and then Pat McAfee. I mean, let, let's give this guy a round of applause. I mean, his mic work, right? His mic work is he, for a guy who doesn't come from wrestling, uh, an outsider. For him to come in, man, and, and, and to really just cut his chops on the mic, like, yeah, I mean, it's hit or miss sometimes. But at the end of the day, the guy does one thing well, and that's Talk not yeah, that he, he annoys the hell out of me. And at the end of the day, that's what you want in the heel. You want the heel to annoy the hell out you. Like the Miz. The Miz might not be the greatest wrestler in the ring, but he's a hell of an entertainer. You know why? Because he can talk and annoy the hell out of you. <laughs> you know, the more you talk, the more I want. You know, the more Pat McAfee talks, the more I want him to shut the hell up. But, you know, when he talks, 
he 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 brags so much. And the thing is, there's nothing more that a person hates when a person is bragging about some shit. And this shit is true. <laughs> so, you know, uh, I mean, yeah. But like you said, man, uh, the Undisputed Era, they are the kings of war games. To me, this is their match. You have certain matches that are synonymous with certain superstars. You know, you think of The Undertaker. You could say Hell in the Cell. You could say The Casket Match. Uh, or the Buried Alive match. Or the Buried Alive matches, yeah. And then you got guys, like you said, Undisputed Era. When you think of what are they most known for? What are they most dominant in? What matches their specialty? Every single time they step in war games, man, they set that thing off. And nine times out of ten, man, Undisputed Era, they are the stars of the show. All right. Next up, you want to talk about a hard-hitting match? You want to talk about lots of time given? You want to talk about lots of story time? We ended up getting your boy, Thatcher versus Dexter Loomis. Man, this was this, – this hurt. This hurt. This hurt to watch in a good way. I, I felt every pain. I felt every submission. I felt every chop, every punch, every kick. I tell a story. And that boy, Dexter Loomis, man, he is something about Loomis. I'm not sure quite what it is yet. Maybe it's the serial killer vibes I'm getting. But the guy, he, he's got something special. He's got mm-hmm. something special. And then Thatcher. We've said this before months ago. To me, I feel like Thatcher is just a reincarnated, a newer version of a William Regal type, you know, that that uh that 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 European brawler type, you know, that he he'll stretch your ass from Sunday to Monday and bring it back around again. Uh it's too cold, man. Thatcher ended up picking up the victory. But what do you think Let's of this match? And then, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, what, what, what do you what do you think of this match, man? And 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 your boy Loomis, how how did Loomis look? How did how did Thatcher look? And how do you think Cameron Grimes, man? How do you think he's gonna fare uh, going down the line now that he done messed up and he done got back in the in the, in, the, in the bad crosshairs of one Dexter Loomis? Well, Thatcher will learn not to interrupt someone when they're painting masterpieces. In the- <laughs> okay, uh, you're gonna learn. You know, when you see a guy, you know, putting together the the zombie referee and and Cameron Grimes running like chicken shit, you know, you 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 don't mess that up. You this man is he's an artist. You know, you you let that art be free, and to mess that up, Thatcher now knows not to do that ever again. So he learned that lesson. Even with the victory, he learned that lesson because, you know, uh, uh, not Damian Priest. Um, I forgot his name that fast. Uh, uh, Loomis. Loomis is uh, no, not Cameron Grimes. Loomis. Loomis is um, he's he he is something different. His he is something special. Uh, I thought it was kind of cool that you know even with Thatcher put every time every time Loomis would do one of his little moves where he would crawl on his hands, you know Thatcher would put him in a headlock. Or you know every, you know every time you know Loomis would do one of those things where he kind of creep people out. Thatcher was creeped out, but then he put him in a submission hole or something. You know, he was, you know, it was, it was like, I, I liked it. It was different. It was, it was, again, this was another match I didn't expect to see. Uh, it was better than what I thought it was. And Cameron Grimes coming out just to kind of get back at Dexter Loomis was, uh, you know, it's Cameron Grimes. I, Cameron Grimes have definitely grown on me. Um, I, to I, the I, moon. Right. To the moon, baby. To the moon. He's definitely grown on me. Um, I definitely want to see where this is going to go. This could end up in some weird triple threat match or something like that. But um, 
Yeah, I, not a bad match. It's a, lot, a lot of submission holes, really working over the ankle. Uh, Loomis, Thatcher was really doing that, you know, considering Loomis already had an ankle injury or he came back from one. Um, so, you know, nice way to sell that. And, you know, I guess it was a good way to still make Loomis look strong in a loss, you know, having Grimes come out and interfere kind of cost him the match. Uh and this this helps Thatcher continue, you know, looking good as also. So uh, I had no problem with it. I actually liked it. It was cool. All right. So next up, we know we got Johnny Gargano. He's waiting outside of general manager William Regal's office. You know, William Regal comes out. And he, you know, it's like, Johnny, how can I help you? And Johnny says, you know, the match should be thrown out. It should be reversed. And Regal says, hey, man, look, it was your decision. I won't reverse it. You came up with the match. You came up with the stipulation. You put your title on the line. And look, man, you know, it is what it is. And he closed the door in Gargano's face. Then fast forward. Next segment, we got the psychopath, man. Tommaso Ciampa. He said he spent 16 years in this wrestling industry. He trained with real tough guys, not guys that say they're tough, guys like Harley Race, Killer Kowalski. He says, you know, he's a bit of old school. He's the last of a dying breed. And he says that the 2020 locker room culture is going to change, and Ciampa is that change. Tuco, you know, Ciampa is definitely one of the cornerstones of NXT. Champa's been around a very long time. Champa is still one of the very best that he can go out there with the best of the best. We've seen face. We've seen heel. We've seen the psychotic champion. We've seen the limps that Tommaso Champa is willing to go to. What did you think of this promo? And what do we see in store for the future of Tommaso Champa? Uh, Tommaso Champa being Tommaso Champa, kicking ass and taking names. I, I don't eventually uh depending on what and you know we do we do get Balor uh apparently showing up next week to talk about the NXT championship his injury whether or not if he's going to have to give it up due to injury or whatnot uh but I I don't see much different from Champa other than him just being him and just trying to get that championship back but I'm I'm okay with that I'm 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 good with that cuz anytime Tommaso Champa's is having beef with somebody, uh, expect a nice little war. <laughs> just, just, just expect something crazy to happen, but it's going to be a good match. Like I, it was awesome to see him and dream have another main event match last week. Uh, dream lost, but you know, we know why dream is losing. Uh, but, uh, it was, it was still nice to see. And it, it was a classic match from when they had before when Champa was the champion and dream was going after it, which that was a pretty good match. Uh, yeah. Because Dream had me going. He had me going thinking he was about to be NXT champion. And, you know, one one bad move and it cost him. But um, I, it was a good match. I I, I want to see more of this Champa. Let's keep it going. You know, I want to see more Champa. And I'm, I'm just really excited to see. Or, I, well, I'm not going to say excited because I don't know what the news is going to be. I'm uh, I'm anticipating what Finn Balor is going to say. He's been out for a while, obviously, with that broken jaw. I hope, I hope, I hope that he does not have to relinquish the title. Um, so I, I, I'm fingers crossed on that because, you know, he, he already had to do it with Seth Rollins when he won the, the Universal. I don't want to see him come back to NXT and bust his ass to become the face of the brand again just to have to go back to the back of the line. But like you say, man, as far as Champa go, I'm excited to see this. Uh, and, yeah. Well, uh, for, for me – Considering um, 
Killian uh, Cross was the champion. The only reason he's not champion, the only reason Balor is champion is because Cross got hurt. Right. So there was no expectation for Balor to be champion. Uh, so him being champion now, I'm okay with. And this is NXT. I don't see him getting dropped off like that. Like they had to make someone else champion because Cross got hurt and they decided to put it on Finn Balor, you know, make him one of the few two-time uh, NXT champions, which is fine. You know, it's only Samoa Joe and uh, Nakamura, I believe, that has ever held the NXT championship more than twice or at least twice, more than once. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I, yeah, it, 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 it's, I'm not disappointed. Uh, it'd be disappointing, but I won't be disappointed considering I didn't really expect him to be champion right now. Anyway, uh, I expected him to maybe going after it, going up against Cross, but I didn't expect him to be champion. So I'm, I'm good with just him being champion. I'm taking whatever time I can. I'm, you know, it is what it is. All right, so we already covered the main event, but one thing that we do have set for next week, we got the NXT Women's Championship. We got Io Shirai versus Rhea Ripley. I'm uh, I'm gonna go ahead, man. I'm a, I'm gonna call it now. I'm gonna call it now. Well, I haven't seen the card yet. I haven't seen the card yet, but I am going to anticipate if this isn't match of the night, I anticipate it being one of the top two. Uh, uh that okay. I, I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna crap on that. It, it has the it, potential. I, I it, has, sure. it, it has it has it has the potential. My only I guess my only concern is I've seen EO kick ass in her own respective matches. I've seen Rhea Ripley kick ass in her own respective matches. My only concern. I'm not sure how these two styles are going to gel together. Oh, it won't be a problem. I, it's just my thing is, will it actually be a finish or will someone come out and interfere? So, so, so is is, is that the only thing that's how that, that's holding you back from thinking this could be match of the night or or one of the better matches? Is it is it is it just the un the the unknowing of the finish or how it's going to end? It's is, the unknowing that- of the finish, and it's also the like you say the story they're going to tell. But I have confidence in both of them that you know EO and and Ripley being who they are, it'll be it's going to be a brutal match. Um, I don't know. I, I, I I'm I'm learning not to have too much faith. <laughs> like I don't want to pump myself up, uh, and it, I don't want to make it. You know, like, oh man, it's going to be great. No, I'm, I want to keep myself at a certain level. And then whatever happens that boosts that will be a plus for me. So I'm hoping it will go up to that level. But right, I, I think I'm just going to stay at a certain level. So, uh, so, 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 so this is my so when I when I'm when I'm getting from you is we're gonna we're we're gonna aim for a C plus. But if we get a B, yeah, I, mean, I, I, will, I will be happy. I'm gonna aim for a B minus. Uh, hmm. But with these two, I expect it to be up to an A by the end of the match. Okay. Uh, B minus C plus. You know, I'm going. We're going. We're going to stay in that 69 to. What is that? That we're going to stay in that 69 to 75 percentile range, and just uh, you know, stay, stay, stay. Yeah, stay in between that. But uh, I, I but uh, it, not to say that it won't be bad. But lately, in certain matches, I've been having high expectations. 
and not have been and they have not been getting met or certain matches have not getting low, low expectations and it happened to be better than what I thought. So it's just I you know what I'm just gonna take a little different approach to it. I'm, I'm just gonna I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna watch it and, and I'm gonna watch it unfold and and hope it is better than what I what I perceived it to be. Well look man I'm here with you. I'm rocking with you. Next week, we got a couple of good matches so far uh, on both shows. Uh, I'm excited to see, man, what's going on. We got Thanksgiving coming up, so I'm pretty sure, you know, uh, both companies are going to do something special for that. I would assume we'll see if we we get any I'm sure it's going to be taped already. Just because it's going to be Thanksgiving Eve. (laughs) Yeah. I I see... uh, something taped being produced and, and that they've already, you know, they got wrapped up so they can give the people the extra time, which they deserve extra time to be at home with their loved ones and stuff. There's no pay-per-view coming up. Actually, no survivor series is actually the Sunday before Thanksgiving. So, um, yeah, the, yeah, I could see, I could see a lot of tape shows for that week of wrestling. Well, yeah, and then, you know, speaking of tape shows, the rumor mill going around is that WWE might revive Tribute to the Troops. Uh, so I, I love the concept of Tribute to the Troops. Yeah. The match cards are terrible. <laughs> well, they're, they're just one-off matches. They're not – I mean, well, some of them are. I ain't going to lie. There's been a couple of matches on these shows where it's like, oh, they're putting that match together? Oh, okay, cool. This is gonna, that should be a really good match. And it actually turned out to be a really good match. So there's been – they're not all hit and misses. I mean, but you know, it's it's they're they're more for entertainment value because they're entertaining the troops. So they'll give them some wrestling, but they'll give them a lot of more BS entertaining. You know, to, you know, for morale and stuff, which is fine. I have zero issues with that. Uh, but I will give it a little more credit than my compadre here. Uh, there are at least, for the most part, there's always at least one really good match. You know, even if it's just two mid car guys, it usually turns out to be a really good match. And also, speaking of tributes to the truth, man, to any of our followers or listeners or subscribers, whoever you may be, if you are a veteran, happy belated Veterans Day. We thank you. Thank you for Definitely. your support. Thank you for the service to the country. Thank you for having the bravery and the courage to do things that the rest of us couldn't and we would never imagine. So, once again, thank you guys so much. And with that being said, Ladies and gentlemen, it's your boy, man, the 27-year-old piece of gold, the tribal chief. This is the flyest in the room, Mr. One, two, three. Pin that ass down, K-Breezy, a.k.a. Tuco, Kimbrough, better known as Stephen A. Kimbrough. This is our second show of two shows, our NHT review. And until next time, man, we'll see you when we see you. Peace. あなたが絶対的なチャンピオンであると、あなたは感情を持たず、あなたは挫折をせず、あなたは失敗をしない。すべてのチャレンジャーが学んだ。すべての対戦者が気がついた。Let's 